Malaysia. Hello. Hello. A land of warm smiles, fascinating cultures, and stunning nature. And we set out to ride our KTM 250 motorcycle across the island of Borneo, covering all of East Malaysia end to end. But after many miles of riding, we'd noticed a very prominent industry that was hard to miss in Malaysia, palm oil. Palm oil is used in cosmetics and food products around the world. It's a big business, and lucky for Malaysia, it grows really well here. But it is also plagued by controversy, particularly since so much deforestation of rainforest has been attributed to it. So palm oil is definitely controversial. It uh, is. Back in the States, I've heard of the palm oil industry and how bad it is for the environment. You know. Yes, I heard the same thing. But after coming to Malaysia and actually experiencing what the palm oil industry is like here and talking with people and seeing what it's really all about, that has shaped our opinions quite dramatically yeah. of palm oil in general. And spoiler alert, we do not have the answers and we are not 100% pro and we are not 100% against, but it is a tricky scenario. So as we made our way further and deeper across East Malaysia along the Pan-Borneo Highway, we thought we'd better learn more about this ubiquitous plant before we made any more judgments about it. Hey everyone, nice to have you here. We are Tim and Marissa Notier. I ride in the front and I'm in the rear. We travel the world and we pack too much gear. Oh, all the places we'll go. Through rain and through sleet and through mud and through snow. Oh, all the, the things, things we'll see. We've been to a country or two or three. Oh, all the, the fun we've had. You have you along would make us real glad. So give us a like and, and hit subscribe to join us along our epic ride. That morning we woke up to an insanely stunning view. Oh my goodness, Mount Kinabalu in all of its glory right in front of us. The night before, we had bought these little, like, donut ball things. Yeah. Mmm, so good. Biscoff. And Biscoff. Oh. But we had our little balcony, and I had I was able to make some coffee. I had these Biscoff donuts. I had the view of the century. Oh my gosh. Just absolutely insanely stunning. Mount Kinabalu is the tallest mountain of the entire island of Borneo. Borneo is a huge mountainous island as well. So it is the third largest island on earth and this is the tallest mountain on it and it is massive. So cool just to open up our doors with a fresh cool morning breeze. Very, very rare in Malaysia and because we are at high altitude and just see that mountain, wow. Yeah. It was just the, 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 the colors in the sky, 
the mountain had yet to be like taken over by the heat of the day and yes. then the forest mists and such rise into the air and then become clouds and then it's it's shrouded by clouds and mystery for you know the afternoon on but uh the morning it wakes up and stretches and looks at everybody and wipes the you know the gook out of its eyes <laughs> and is and is beautiful The mountain is totally covered in clouds now. It's crazy. You still know it's there, though. One, two, three. So as we got on the road, the views of the mountain got even better. It, like, oh it wouldn't get out of the main view. <laughs> it was like always beautiful and spectacular. And we were kind of coming around a turn in the mountain that made it just look like this giant spire sticking up out of the ground. Before we had seen it more like a sugarloaf type of mountain where it was, it had a gradual incline and decline. Yeah. But now we were really head on facing it and yeah. it was just, Huge! It was kind of like uh, a rhino's horn from the, the side profile. Yes. Versus now we were at that front profile of this just peak that was just boop -a -da boo Yes, that is the of... perfect description. boop -a -da boo oh. <laughs> That part that in particular. Is, that is Mount Kinabalu <laughs> summed up in a couple syllables. And this road was like this scenic view. Uh, it should have been called mm. Mount Kinabalu Scenic View Road. Yes. And we were super lucky that the clouds hadn't overtaken the view yet. Yeah. <sighs> and it wasn't raining on us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we had ridden by a couple rope bridges, and every time I see one, it's like me passing up like a, a like a, a go-kart place or something. I'm like, oh, that looks like so much fun. I would want to stop. And finally, it was too, too much. I saw another rope bridge yeah. and I pulled over and, you know, Marissa got on it like Laura Croft about to, <laughs> you know, explore some ruins. This kind woman has allowed us to walk on her amazing jungle bridge. <gasps> oh my goodness. These rope bridges are used for daily functions for these people that live there right across the river. I mean, they yeah. need this. But for us, it was like, oh, wow. I just walked into the set of an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> like no. if one side goes, like you're, it's like a dump valve. You're just, you're going in the river. I almost tripped with the first step. Whoa. The railings on this are not very high. Whoa. You need a lot of balance. Oh my goodness. If this bridge fails, at least we'll both go down together. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Oh no, we won't. Tim's not even following me. It'll just be me who dies, apparently. And also, when you think of the rope bridges from Indiana Jones, all the slats are horizontal, 
right? They, you kind of go across it like yeah. a ladder. But this one, all the wooden slats were doubled, but long ways. So you really had to walk really narrowly. You couldn't yeah. just put your steps wide along the bridge. But still, even with that narrow walk, and the railings were super, super low, the whole thing would just move from side to side, back and forth, and it was very unnerving. This is not one of those muddy rivers that we saw in Kalimantan. This is a crystal clear, almost Caribbean-like river. And then you have the humming of the bugs all around, and you have the jungle on either side of the river. And then you have this Indiana Jones Bridge, it doesn't get any more jungle than this. <laughs> I'm glad that we took the little pit stop to, to breathe, in, breathe in the air and Absolutely. smell the roses, if you will. Absolutely. Cross the Bridge of Doom. I think that's what they say. <laughs> Take time to pull over and... Cross the Bridge of Doom. Cross the Bridge of Doom. A lot of these pockets of, of clouds that bring rain will come in and move out. It's kind of like the, the Taoism of rain clouds. It, one yeah. ear, not the other. All you needed to do was wait just a little bit of time, and thankfully for us, that amount of time was one Malaysian meal. <laughs> What is your name, sir? Uh, my name is Petrus. Petrus. Nice to meet you, Petrus. Hi, my name is Moilin. Nice to meet you. Hi, my name is Vika. It is nice to meet you. Within our Malaysian meal, we met new friends, of course. Very wonderful people. Everybody is so kind and hospitable and friendly. Thank you. Thank you very much. Please. And the food was really good. The food was really good, yeah. And they got a giggle out of us. And we got a giggle out of them, so there's a bunch of giggling. <laughs> so that was the perfect lunch spot. We see all these little dirt roads that, that cut into the, the palm oil. Uh, yeah. Plantations, and again, they you know every dirt road I look at, just like mm, I bet that went somewhere cool. It looked cool, it looked beautiful, yeah. And I wanted to get into the the thick, the heart of palm oil country. And it's fun going off road on that little KTM two fifty. It is. <laughs> like, we were rocketing down, bumping, bump, bada, bum. Yeah. Yeah, it was super cool. <laughs> Go real McCoy. Yes. But as we were riding down these little dirt roads and absorbing the beauty for what it is, right? Because it has a certain um, exoticness to it, to us as Americans. It you does. Know? It's and very beautiful. And then mm. there's little rivers. So it was very adventurous to us. But, you know, it did recall back to some of the things that I've heard of yeah. um, regarding palm oil. Palm oil is everywhere. Not only in Malaysia and Indonesia, the largest producers of it in the world, but also probably in your kitchen and bathroom. According to JesterZoo.org, which has a really great breakdown of its pros and cons, palm oil is used in foods such as cake, chocolate, biscuits, margarine, and frying oils. 
It's also in cosmetics like soap, shampoo, and cleaning products. They say up to 50% of average supermarket products have palm oil in it. So there are some pros. Growing palm oil trees is the most efficient use of land producing oil. These trees have twice as much productivity as coconut trees and 30 times as much as corn. That is crazy to me. Yeah, and we come from a land of corn. Yes, we do. We're from yes. Chicago, yeah. the Midwest. And we don't think twice about planting corn out there. And that corn isn't really used for eating. That corn is used for animal feed and oils, such as canola oil or ethanol, things yeah. like that. And to think that palm oil is 30 times more efficient in its land use than corn, that's remarkable. Prairie land is beautiful in its own right and is a habitat to lots of things as well. But I mean, I think a lot of the negativity comes from the fact that the rainforest has the home of yes. so many species and so many, you know, we're still discovering species like nearly yes. daily um, within these rainforests. And they suck all of the, the carbon and make oxygen like they're the lungs of the world, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas prairie land and, you know, what used to be Chicago. Yeah, we stripped it all. I mean, yeah. there's very, very, very little prairie left and we filled it all with corn and soy. Yeah. And so to come and say, well, you shouldn't be uh, having an agricultural industry here yeah. with palm oil is a bit hypocritical. But the oil itself is versatile cheap, efficient, doesn't have smell, also creates jobs for countries like Malaysia, and is a real boost to the economy. Yes, and some of the cons for palm oil is that clearing the land for palm oil plantations has resulted in the destruction of much of Borneo and Sumatra's rainforests. Places where orangutans, rhinos, pygmy elephants, and tigers once roamed freely, but are now struggling to survive. Yeah, so it's really hard just to throw a blanket statement of is it good or bad out there because it's a little bit of both, kind of yeah. like me. I'm, I'm not 100% good, not 100% bad. And depending on who you talk to, there's strong opinions of both. But, you know, we've met people who have palm oil plantations and it yes. really, really, really helps their family and it gives them a little bit of wealth. And so it's really positive. Absolutely. Um, and we all may have seen documentaries on Netflix of, you know, sad orangutans and yeah. a horrible environment of, you know, so we understand both sides. That's right. And the solution that I kept hearing about when we were back in the States is, well, just don't buy products that have palm oil in it. Which, first of all, is very hard to do since so many products rely on it. But second of all, it doesn't really solve the problem. Because some economists say that if you were to just boycott all products with palm oil in it, then they're just going to look for another resource, another type of oil that they need in these products. And those oils are probably way more environmentally destructive than palm oil is. No. There is, thankfully, a way of doing this sustainably and that is a way of producing palm oil without any further deforestation. Malaysia and Indonesia are working hard to make this industry more sustainable and without deforestation. You can look for products that are certified by the Round Table of Sustainable Palm Oil, or RSPO, and it's even approved by environmental organizations like the WWF, Save the Rhino and the Sumatran Orangutan Society, and Greenpeace. For more information on palm oil, we found a really great site that you should check out at chesterzoo.org.
and all of this is kind of rolling through our heads as we're enjoying this ride. She's nice and muddy. Yay! We pulled over and a gentleman on a four-wheeler you know, pulled up and he had like this Hello. sickle and, you know. Yes, he was a worker there at the plantation. Yeah, and he spent some time to talk to us in, in broken English and broken Malay. We're just uh, exploring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just for photo op. Somewhere, uh, USA. USA? Yeah. Uh, you want to take my Please, please. It was just a good conversation that we had with somebody in a beautiful part of the world. So after our little ride through the palm oil orchard, yeah. we headed to the beach. And this was our first time seeing the Sulu Sea. This is true, but the best part of this is the name of the little place is like Bak Bak. Bak Bak, Bak Bak Beach. Bak Bak Beach. <laughs> And yeah, we bought two kilos of rambutan. <laughs> okay, so we have stopped at this beach called Pantai Bakbak. Pantai Bakbak. It is on the way to our little beach resort cabin that we're gonna be staying at tonight. You say beach resort cabin. <laughs> it very well may be on the beach. I yeah. A resort. I think resort might be loose, <laughs> we'll see. And uh, we got back on the bike after a, a little beautiful view and headed towards our next destination. Our next destination. A beachside cabin. Next time, we discover heaven on earth. Perhaps. Okay, so motorcycle goes. She wants you to take the motorcycle through that. Oh. Plus. We dive into those waves and discover some weird and crazy stuff. So I hope you liked this video. If you did, please give us a big thumbs up and hit the subscribe button below. And we'll be seeing you next time. Stay safe, everybody. If you wanna dive deeper into the adventures that we have been through, Marissa and I have written three books. Uh, we have Maiden Voyage, kind of the who, what, where, how, when of our travels. We've written two up and overloaded kind of where we got our name, if you will. <laughs> and that is from Chicago to Panama. And the third book being Blood, Sweat, and No Tears. And that is our South American adventure. And you can find those on our webpage using the link in the description below and also other Two Up and Overloaded products that we sell. Merchandise. And, merchandise and uh, all the great things that we do. So we'll be seeing you next time, guys. Stay safe, everybody. Bye. Peace.